Hello. Welcome back to the Chattahoochee Podcast. Episode 23. We are back. Finally, you know, I I knew we'd meet again another time, another place. (laughs) (laughs) Had ourselves a little spring break of sorts. We did. We did. Pretty eventful. Pretty eventful, I would say. Um, By now, most of you guys have seen the news of um, Naomi Judd's passing. Man, it's been a rough few days. Gigantic bummer. You know what? I woke up that morning and I was... I mean, you know, we were going to go have us a nice little family day. Mm -hmm. I I woke up and I put my cowboy hat on, my Judd shirt, and we listened to the Judds all morning and half the way to uh, Barbersville. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we were sitting in the movie theater waiting on a movie to start, and I get a message from Caleb. Mm -hmm. That's a screenshot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Talk about a bummer. (laughs) I was just like, hey, today sucks. I'm not a fan. (laughs) No, let's start over. Ugh. Yeah, I had uh, I listened to some judges today actually, and you know, took a moment to grieve and just yeah, and appreciate what we did get from Naomi. But man, that that's just so sad. Man, you're not kidding. It huge bummer. You guys know if you're a fan of the podcast, you know how big of fans we are of the judge. Huge. Yeah, so that was a bummer. But um, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll do our best to. To make it through this episode, right? Yeah. We also, um, me and Kelsey and the the fam went down to Dollywood for the first time. The Paradise City. The Paradise City, yeah. where the milk and honey flow, yeah. you know? <laughs> Rode some roller coasters and looked at a bunch of Dolly Parton stuff. I mean, that makes for, for a pretty good day. I mean, like, how know? can you have a bad time? <laughs> you know? You can't. That's a true question. <laughs> like, if I die on this roller coaster... It wasn't Dollywood, so it, it's not that bad. No, you you've got it—the happiest, the actual happiest place on earth. <laughs> Disney, who? No. <laughs> One day her brand will overtake Disney, and we'll all be fine. <laughs> Slowly but surely. <laughs> I feel like she's like an honorary Disney character at this point. You yeah. Know? <laughs> she's got like the rags to riches, um, upbringing, backstory, and mm. all that. So, you know, what more do you need? Man, you got me excited. I got to go now. I've never been, never been. It's fun. We might have to make a trip. Yep. Very fun. All right. Well, if you guys are listening to this episode 23 on the day it premieres, it is May 9th. May 9th. Would you like to uh, go through some cool stuff that happened on this day in country music history? I'm ready. I'm excited. Well, there's, there's. I'm going to go ahead and warn you, there's some good and there's some bad and some surprising. Okay, I'll try to brace myself. See what we can do here. All right, let's go all the way back to 1950. Born on this day in Macon, Georgia, was country singer Randy Howard, who was part of the outlaw country movement that spawned Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, Johnny Paycheck. Ever heard of him? You know, a uh, few of them. You know, he, uh, his debut album was Now and Then in 1976. And um, this was the surprising part. He was actually killed in a gunfight by a bounty hunter. What? At the age of 65 in 2015. Isn't that crazy? Actual outlaw. Not just thinking about outlaw things, but being an actual outlaw. Like Imagine being such a bad dude that when you're 65 years old, people are still trying to hunt you down. And you're... 65? And you're willing to go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah. Like, well, this is, we're going out like the Old West here, yeah. guys. <laughs> he died in 
he said his heroes had always been cowboys, though. So well, turns yeah. out, yeah, you know, <laughs> one too many Clint Eastwood movies. You know? Yep, yep. <laughs> Your man Merle Haggard mm, was in the is. news. 1968, he was at number one on the country charts with The Legend of Bonnie and Clyde. He wrote it with Bonnie Owens, and it was the first It was a title track from the album The Legend of Bonnie and Clyde. It was his fourth number one, spent two weeks at the top of the charts, and um, a total of 14 weeks on the country chart. All right, so it doesn't stop there. Go up to let's let's move on to 1974. Okay, Merle Haggard had the number one country single with "Things Aren't Funny Anymore." That's a good one. And obviously he he had been busy because this was his 17th number one on the it's country charts. It's insane the amount of music that he put out. Like, <laughs> dude, you're not. I'm kidding. grateful for it. Trust me. Like, <laughs> a couple more for you. 1983. The uh, the annual Academy of Country Music Awards was hosted by Jerry Reed, Tammy Wynette. Okay, let me uh, let me read you some winners from this mm-hmm. night. Top female vocalist of the year, Sylvia. Do you remember the song? You're nobody called today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. the only song I know of hers, and it is a great song. Special. <laughs> Oh, man, that's going to be stuck in my head now. <laughs> it's so good. I always lump that one in with, like, uh, Rosine Cash songs. Yeah. For seven some reason. Egg. Yeah. yeah, Seven Year Egg. That's a good one. I'm worried about you. That's an awesome song, too. <laughs> the uh, top male vocalist of the year, Ronnie Millsap. Fitting. Top vocal group, no surprise here, Alabama. Yep. And uh, let me see, the album of the year went to none other than Willie Nelson for Always On My Mind. Yeah, yeah. That's a good year. Hosted by Jerry Reed, you say Tammy Wynette? Yep. I always wondered who hosted those before Reba came along, <laughs> I because know. I feel like it's been Reba for years and years. Yeah. <laughs> and then the uh, the final one, this, is, this one's the heartbreaker here. 1989, Keith Whitley. Oh, was found fully clothed, face down in his bed, and had died of alcohol poisoning, as we, most of us know. That one hurts. It was um, it was very soon after he had he had already finished recording his fourth and final studio record. Yeah, and they put that out just a couple months after that. But yeah, it's that hurts. Huge bummer. That was like. Going to the Country Music Hall of Fame was an awesome experience. Yeah. But at the same time, also really sad at times just because, like, there's the sections where you just get to see yeah. all of Keith's stuff. And you're just like, oh, man, like, he gave so much. And, yeah. and if he was still here, like, what else would we have got? It's crazy how much good stuff that he put out in such a small amount of time. Very short span. And just, like, and it goes just to show how, like, respected he was because even though he has, like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, a small catalog yeah. you know, compared to a lot of people. And just to see how he has resonated with like big country artists yeah. that, you know, that we talk about all the time on this show, you know? Yeah. I feel like he's a guy too. just, even like you said, a short career is just an inspiration to a lot of people that come along in yeah. country music. It's really crazy. Yeah. Just, just going through that, that tribute record we've talked about so often on here 
Like he inspired like all of those dudes, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. If y'all still haven't checked that out, you, you must. Yeah. It's been a year now. We've given you plenty of time. We have. You got to listen. One of these days we're going to do that live stream. Yeah. One of these days. (laughs) Any minute. Just keep on the lookout, man. (laughs) Keep your eyes peeled. (laughs) So, um, back on episode 22, we tried out something new where we, uh, tested our knowledge per se, mm-hmm. tried to finish the lines of some tunes, see how uh, equipped we were with our wealth of knowledge yeah. of the era. Did you like to continue that? That was a blast. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, oh, That was a lot of fun. Yeah, so we have uh, each picked out a few tunes for each other. No discussion on what they are. Uh, just picked out a line, and we're going to see if each other can guess the next line that follows suit. I'm for it. Let's I'm go. ready. Do you want to um you wanna go you wanna go first? Sure. Sure. So like you said, we're gonna read we're gonna read a lyric and then the other person gets to finish it. So let's see how you do. I I think I'm gonna start you out Hopefully. easy here. Okay. But we'll see. Toss me a one we'll I can see. knock out of the park here. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready, 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 ready to run. All I'm ready to do is have some fun. What's all this talk about love? Got it. Bam. Dixie okay. Chicks. Yeah. Yeah. Ready Woo. to run. That was right down the middle. I got that one. Excuse me. Woo. Okay. I'm, I got, I, I did the same thing kind of. I've set you up with one that I feel is a, uh, you know, softball here. We're going to, right, here we go. I'm going to lob you one. It's been too long since somebody whispered. Wait, what? Okay. Hold on. Hold the on. The line is, it's been too long. Since somebody whispered, ooh, shut up and kiss me. Yes, yes, yes God. Yeah. Woo, okay. <sighs> We're swinging for the fences here. Oh, right out the gate. <laughs> but what, how good is that song? It's ooh. so good. I can't wait for that episode. That's a yeah. really good one. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to like lead you into this one with a, a couple lines. Okay. And I'm going to let you. Okay, let's do this. I'm going to give you the first half of the course. I'm going to let you finish it. Okay. We'll I'm, see. I'm confident in your ability here. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. <clears throat> All right. This is a late 90s uh, dinger here. If it was a drink, it would be a strong one. If it was a sad song, it would be a long one. But if it were a color, it would be deep, deep blue. <laughs> yes. But if we're talking about a heartache, it, it would, would be you. Yeah. <laughs> You should see the look of just, you know, Cardboard AJ looks proud right now. He does. I I think I even saw a little bit of a nod. Yeah. He crying? (laughs) There's a tear just streaming out from behind those sunglasses. (laughs) Okay. We're we're doing good. Okay. Okay. Here you go. You ready? Yep. I would swim out to save you and your sea of broken dreams. This is getting difficult now. I would swim out to save you in your sea of broken dreams. Mm-hmm. Any clue? Give me the give me the artist. You want the artist? Yeah, give me we, the artist. We just opened the episode talking about some sad news about I would Naomi. swim out to save you. Oh my gosh. Oh well, uh, Justin, shoot, yeah. shoot. Oh the <laughs> Mm-hmm, 
Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Do you know the song for Half yeah. Point? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, obviously this is Love Can Build a Bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm missing this portion between that and Love Can Build a Bridge. Something what sure. that means? Is yes, that- uh, yeah. Um, I would swim out to save you in your sea of broken dreams. When all your hopes are sinking, let me show you what love means. Oh, when all your hopes are sinking. Shoot. Shoot. All right. All right. Okay, here we go. Because nobody in his right mind would have left her. I had to be crazy to say goodbye. Nobody in his right mind would have left her. Oh, God. Hang on now. One more time. Because nobody in his right mind would have left her. I had to be crazy to say goodbye. Nobody in his right mind would have left her. I'm... <laughs> Do you know the artist? No. Who's the artist? King George. George King Trey. George. Okay. Nobody in his right mind would have left her. <laughs> Had to be crazy to say goodbye. Mm. In his room mm. would have left wow, her. I was drawing a complete blank on King George. Mm-hmm. 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 I, what is it? Even my heart was yeah. smart enough to say, say goodbye. goodbye. Say, but stay behind. I can't even. Oh gosh. Nobody in his right mind would have left her. Wow. Okay. Sorry, know? King George. Sorry, George. Sorry, my king. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready for another one? I'm ready. Okay. Ready as I'll ever be. I'm getting nervous now. We'll see. I think this one, this could be either way. This could be easy or this one could be hard. Okay. Lucy's got her lipstick on a little too bright. I know this song. It's Small Town Saturday Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is kind of Bobby's getting drunk and looking for a fight. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. Woo. That was uh, how catch him? How catch him? I, I had a how catch him T-shirt when I was a kid. Oh my gosh! Yeah. You wish you still had that. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Dang. How catch him T-shirt? Nobody in his right mind. That's a good song though. Mm-hmm. Small t- uh, that's another one of those songs that, yeah I'm pretty sure they wrote this about Jabinville <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's really it Saturday night it's, it's a town anthem town Saturday night <laughs> okay I think you'll get this one mm-hmm. I think you'll get this one I'm teeing this one up for you I was a little bitty baby when my papa hit the skids I was a little bitty baby when my papa hit the skids. Mama had a time trying to raise my kids. Yeah. You got it. You yes. got it. You got it. You got it. Oh, oh man. No, not the stickles. It was in pool line. Woo! Yeah. Raise me right. Wow, you. <laughs> Gosh, that, was, that one goes. That one goes so hard. Yeah. From top to bottom. Okay, I got a few more for you. Okay. Okay. Right. This one also is, um, we'll have an extra bit of fun because I have a misheard lyric for this one too oh, after you after you figure it out. <laughs> okay. He learned to love the woodlands 
He can't stand to do them harm. He learned to love the woodlands. This might be a little difficult. It's I'll give you a clue that it's a yeah, duo. A it's from a duo. Okay. A duo more that kind of took off more towards the back half of the nineties. Okay. Trick pony. <laughs> Poor me. <laughs> oh. oh. Give me, the, give me the line one more time. He learned to love the woodlands. He can't stand to do them harm. I'm drawing a blind. This line is also why this is a misheard lyric for me because okay. I never knew the actual line. Okay. Uh, the duo, one of them, they're not a duo anymore because one of them is no longer with us. Hmm. The the group the duo is Montgomery Gentry. Oh, you a curveball? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I used to have a Montgomery Gentry t shirt. I played many hardcore shows yeah, in that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Learn to love the woodlands. He can't stand to do them harm. He's doing harm. There's, I can't get it. Can't there's get it. concrete all around him, but Daddy won't sell the farm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I would have, I would have never got that one either because for a very, very long time, I didn't know what that line actually said because mm-hmm. of the way that uh, that's not Troy, but it's not Troy Gentry, but what's the other guy's the name? Eddie Montgomery. Eddie Montgomery. Yeah, John Michael's brother. Yeah. Just the way he says those last few words, they kind of run together yeah. with, you know, that country enunciation. Yeah. But so it's actually like, like I said, it's, he learned to love the woodlands. He can't stand to do them harm. Yeah. But for a very, 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 very long time. And I'm 33. I thought the line was, he learned to love the woodlands. He can't stand the go mart. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it still, uh, still checks out. Yeah, still holds yeah. up. <laughs> It's like, okay, he's not into... More of a 7-Eleven guy. More of a 7-Eleven guy. Not not about to go more. The big city no. go more. You so know? maybe that's just me subconsciously having a vendetta against go more. I don't know. Well, they didn't have the roller dogs that, that no, we used, to, we used not, to eat. They have low-quality roller dogs. That's probably what it is, yeah. Well, One out of five stars on roller dogs. <laughs> if you love gas station roller dogs, five-star review. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> If they don't have the chili and cheese machine, then you're out. I mean, leave. Toss them and leave. Like you're wasting your time. <laughs> you're behind the game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stand the go mark. Heard it here. Okay. So I've got one more for you. And um, this one might be a little different. Okay. Here we go. And bake me a country ham. Honey glazed with a side of yams. Leave it in till it's golden brown. Pineapples all the way around. <laughs> when are we doing the Cletus C. Judd episode? That's what I want to know. Any day now. Any day now. I'm so ready. <laughs> I was sifting back through his uh, songs because I knew the, for this this particular choice, 
I was like, I'm going to pick a Clean Steve Judd song. Yeah. And I had forgotten about some of the ridiculous. Did you go? <laughs> yeah. So we picked a, a few oh, good songs, boy. of course, and we each pick one not so good song. Did you have any? Uh, did you go straight to Cletus or would you go anywhere I went else? Straight to Cletus, man. Did you? <laughs> Just straight there. <laughs> okay. I got, are you ready for this one? I'm ready. He's all ever be. All right. Lay it on me. What you got? She wants a little farm and a yard full of kids. I know the lyric before this. I asked if she's, she said she's got a dream. She knows what it is. She wants a little yard and a farm full of kids. Wants a little farm and a yard full of kids. Yeah. So it's Kenny Chesty. She mm-hmm. thinks my director sexy. Uh huh. I don't know if I should be ashamed that I knew the lyric <laughs> before that one and that one. Uh, yeah. But let me, let me try to piece this together. Here. Okay. This is an awful song. It's bad, yeah. He was pretty good before this happened. Mm -hmm. He had some good songs. Pretty good. There's so many lyrics in Mm -hmm. this, it's all fading together. Yeah. I'll tell you, and it starts with, and. Yard full of kids. And one more teeny weeny ride. Yes. Before I take her home. home. Yeah. She thinks my track sixty. Yeah. I had a little trouble looking for a bad one. I didn't know where to go. <laughs> yeah, there's always there's always trays. Really uh, I almost went with uh, Mark Willis's "Don't Laugh at Me." Oh no! <laughs> you remember that Don't one? Call me names. That's almost as bad as uh, Tim McGraw's. It's like the same vein as one of these days you're gonna love me. Not if you're going to keep being a punk like this. Yeah. Stop it, dude. Enough. Tim's been posting his his workout videos on his Instagram. And, like, I want to unfollow him, but at the same time, it's Tim McGraw. Yeah. So I'm probably not going to, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So I will endure his uh, his ab workouts. Maybe I should just start doing the Tim McGraw like ab workouts. Scrolling through and somebody in public walks by. He's like, what's this guy watching? Is he watching Tim McGraw workout? Is Tim McGraw doing pull-ups? Yes, sir, it is. I never think about that. Like I was uh, somewhere the other day, maybe out eating at work, but I was just like looking for images of Aaron Tippin for promotional purposes, you know, for our, for this episode, for memes and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm just scrolling through like pages and pages of Aaron Tippin. Like, and at times he used to be like a bodybuilder. Yeah. So he's just in like tank tops and like shorts, spandex shorts. He, and, he looks like and, a professional wrestler. And dad's new balances. <laughs> so anybody that walked by would be like, what, what is this dude super in air dipping? Yeah. This is idle. <laughs> just never considered it, you know, just just doing Chattahoochee podcast things. No, no one. There's a. Yeah, it makes you wonder because, like, like usually I'm so oblivious to what other people in public are doing. Mm. Like sometimes I'm probably oblivious to what I'm doing in public. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if I told you this or not. We were we were shopping. This has been heck. This was last year at some point. It was pretty early on in the podcast, and um, I was like, like me and Jude were waiting outside of a of a store waiting on Kelsey and Roxy to get done. And, uh, there was this dude out there that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he wasn't wearing earbuds or like headphones or anything, but, uh, full volume. He had his phone up to his ear, listening to paint me a Birmingham. 
and he listened to it at, <laughs> at least three times while I was waiting. I was like, this dude is like, he's having a moment. Super into this song. I'm thinking maybe he has a podcast. He's trying to remember his lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he even like walked down the uh, the way there. And then he came back and he was still listening to it. <laughs> Song of the day. It's just a TL kind of day. Paint me. <laughs> you, was he singing in the, along with it at all? He was kind of mouthing the words. Did he say, making love just the way I planned? <laughs> Did he also miss the lyrics? <laughs> actually, I think he was singing, bake me a country ham. Oh, that's probably what it was, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was Clint Steve Judd. He was brushing up yeah. on his catalog. You know, let the sweet smell f- fill the air. Serve <laughs> it to me in my underwear. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> Top 10's hit right there, I'm sure. <laughs> well, you ready to get into the discussion of the great Aaron Tippin? And I say, let the conversation begin. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we've waited this long to tell you guys what this episode is about. We've been having too much fun. Even though uh, Daryl Singletary said it wasn't possible. <laughs> <laughs> Little did he know. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> you want to uh, you want to take take lead here on talking about the the great history of the Aaron Tibbin? Yeah, yeah. There's a um, this. There, there's a lot of things that I found out about Aaron Tippin that I did not know. Same. So Aaron Dupree Tippin. Okay, that's number one. Did cool know. name. Very <laughs> cool, cool name. Very cool. Aaron Dupree Tippin was born in Pensacola, Florida in 1958. But uh, he'd spend mo- most of his childhood on a family farm in South Carolina. That makes sense to me. Like, it's, you know, yeah. like if I didn't know where he was from, I would say, Oh, probably Florida, South Carolina. Just hearing Georgia. like uh, him speak and sing, like he has that kind of yeah, uh, Appalachian accent, but a little more into the Carolina accent. Yeah, you know? yeah. So you know, Aaron Dupree quickly fell in love with not only playing guitar at a young age, but he also gained an interest in flying from his father. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So by the time old ADT was 15, he had his pilot's license. <laughs> Can you believe that? Well, yeah, which is something I've I'd also recently learned, apparently, <laughs> yeah. is that, you know, you got to be at least 16 right before you can go attempt to drive a car. But apparently, <laughs> if you want to fly, you can go for it. Like, <laughs> yeah. you can you be pretty young and bud. fly a plane. <laughs> He's the only dude showed up in an airplane at his high school graduation. Yeah. By the time he was 20, he was flying professionally. So in the midst of him studying to become a commercial pilot, he would uh, instead decide to chase that neon rainbow, live that honky-tonk dream. Yeah, that's the only way to be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he kind of spend uh, his days working, his nights playing the honky-tonk circuit and playing local clubs. And then whatever little bit of free time he had in between all that, he was working on his uh, skills as a songwriter. And in 1986, he would pick up and move to Nashville, where he would just so happen to land a job as a songwriter for the uh, Cuff Rose firm, just like a staff songwriter, you know, trying to crank out some hits. And while having some of his songs recorded, you know, by artists like uh, David Ball, Charlie Pride, Mark Colley, who I forgot about Mark Colley. 
same. And he's same. really, really good. Yeah. Uh, the tune I always think of is Even the Man in the Moon is Crying. Really good song. Yeah. But so finally, while doing all this songwriting for some of these big hitters in Nashville, his demo catches the ear of RCA executives and he lands himself a recording contract. I can imagine him singing like, Thinking problem, David Ball. I can see that he's like, got the voice for it too, much the same as he could sing yeah. it uh, and deliver it the way that David Ball does too. Yeah, really well. and imagine him doing like, um, "Is anybody going to San Antonio?" Like Charlie Pride. Going? Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be great. Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> so he's got his recording contract. He's working on a debut album, and it drops in 1991. That would be called You've Got to Stand for Something. Oh, yeah. Uh, immediately finding success on the radio and on the charts, the title track would climb into the top 10. He would follow up in 92 with his sophomore album, again, resonating with, uh, you know, country music community, charting three top 10 singles and his first number one hit, There Ain't Nothing Wrong with the Radio. There ain't nothing wrong. And would go on from there to chart over 30 singles on the country music charts. That's wild. Yeah. 30 singles. All ADT bringing the heat, protecting your home. <laughs> <laughs> well, he stood for something. Yeah. It said you got to. You got to. You got to. You'll fall for anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So before we get into our list here, let's just let it be known on this podcast that uh, concerning Aaron Tippin, uh, we won't compromise what's right, but we will be upholding the Tippin family name. <laughs> So Amen. just be warned, you know, <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, it, it's time to get into our Aaron Tippin top tracks. And uh, if you're new to the podcast, um, the way we generally do this is Caleb and I both have our top five favorite tracks of whatever artists we're covering. And we tag on three honorable mentions that didn't quite make the cut. But um, the kicker is neither of us know what the other person has picked beforehand. So this is um, completely surprising to both of us. And um, which if you listen to the John Anderson episode, we had Kelsey on and we had our first ever um, trifecta of top tracks. Yes. There's a lot of uh, surprising stuff in there. But um, yeah. So Caleb, would you like to lead us off with your first honorable mention? I can... uh... I can do that. Here's to hoping that nobody nobody gets their honky tonk hearts broken this evening. <laughs> uh, my first honorable, honorable mention for me is that's as close as I'll get to loving you. Close as I'll get. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I, do you feel that I, statement right now? Is that I'll, hurt? I'll allow it. I will allow it. It just makes me more curious with. Um, what, up what on else? Your list. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I will say at one point that one was actually in my top five. Mm, okay. So I just things kept changing. We had that spring break week. We had a whole extra yeah. week to enjoy some true ADT. True. That I'll never sense. refer to him in anything as ADT. <laughs> ADT. Now, I don't think. <laughs> also, like if my name was Aaron Dupree Tippin, I would think I would just always introduce myself as Hi, I'm Aaron Dupree. I'm Aaron. Dupree Dippin' son. <laughs> it's like, oh, this guy's important. Watch out. <laughs> Anybody with the name Dupree 
is important. important. Yeah. They do that when they named him. Like, yeah. this, he's going to be something. A pilot, a country singer. <laughs> but yeah, uh, great song. Uh, released in 95 from the album Toolbox. Great album name. Yeah. Uh, number one hit for Tippin and one of the few songs that he didn't actually have writing credits on. Really? Yeah. It's uh, I love the track. It's one of those songs that I always associate with 90s country. Just like yeah. when I think of 90s country, this is a song that will come to mind a lot of times. This one got a lot of radio play. Yeah, and it checks a lot of boxes for me. Right. And he just, man, he he's like, hey, I got some range, and I'm going to show you on this song. Yeah. the um, I like the uh, how different the chorus is. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it kind of uh, comes out of left field, I feel like. I don't know. It kind of changes the feel up of the song, but it's, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Close as I'll get. All right. Okay. My first honorable mention. This was a deep cut. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I'm ready. I'm excited. But I am very glad that I found this song. Somewhere Under the Rainbow. Did you listen to this? I did one? listen. This is good. This is a good song. Yeah. It's a good song. It's, um, you know, the, I, I like the the message of the song. It, I mean, it, it's a fun listen. It's just a classic '90s country sounding song. But um, the chorus says, "Cause uh, it's talking about like you know their lives not being like flashy and like not having a lot and stuff like that." But he's talking about somewhere under the rain, rainbow. We're watching the late show and living on love. I'm like that's cool. That's yeah, a good. That's line. a good. I was. One of the my favorite things that I've learned in this ADT episode, mm-hmm. it's just like what a phenomenal songwriter Aaron Tippin was. Like, yeah, he does not do? get enough recognition as yeah. a songwriter. Yeah, totally agree. Somewhere under the rainbow. Okay, my next honorable mention: Working Man's PhD. Same. What we did? It. Yes, all right, <laughs> off the gate already. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this one's from uh, Call of the Wild. Yeah, of and course. possibly, hands down, maybe the best uh, album cover <laughs> art that Aaron Tippin has. I feel like any second he's going to transform into a werewolf. I, same. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, full moon, beautiful mullet, motorcycle. Work a man's PhD. Yeah, I want to. I want to recreate that shot. I'm going to make the, take those pictures for some business cards or some headshots. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, released as a single, of course. Yeah. Peaked at number seven. I mean, it's just a real, like, clever song, lyrically, like, the way it's pieced together, and I really love how catchy it is. Yeah. It's not a song that I didn't, I honestly didn't think that I would have it anywhere. Like, Same. Same. But it just, it wiggled its way in there, and I had to include it. I have a just very, uh, very distinct memory tied to this song. Okay. Okay, so if you are a Logan County native or a surrounding area, you may remember a handful of years ago, Aaron Dupree Tippin was booked to sing at the Logan Freedom Festival. And you also would know, if you're a Logan County native, that it brings out the good, the bad, and the ugly of the entire area. Yeah. I mean, you get a, a number one. I mean, I'm glad that they do it. It's cool. Yeah. You know, just a free weekend, basically, or string of days put together with concerts and stuff like that. But 
okay, I have to kind of take this part by part because it... <laughs> let's, let's dissect this bad boy. <laughs> okay, number one, like everybody was smoking cigarettes somehow, like around us directly. Yeah, I think you can't launch in the county if you don't smoke. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like oh, you got a pack of Marlboros on you? Come yeah. on in. Yeah. <laughs> but here's, and you know, if if that's you, whatever. Do yeah. you? Do you? Whatever. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but here's where it gets funny to me. So, <laughs> so me and Kelsey went. I talked her into going. You know, she didn't know who Aaron Dupree Tipping was. She somehow, had to. You know? She had to take her and let her see. <laughs> I had to see the show. Yeah. So, you know, we were about three quarters of the way back. And by this point, you know, he, Aaron Tippin's big around here. You know, like any of these 90s country guys, yeah, they're big around here. Rightfully so. But like, this is the area for it, you know? Yeah. So people come from the woodwork to see Aaron Tippin. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we're about three quarters back. He's getting ready to come on stage. And um, it's, it's basically shoulder to shoulder. So he comes out, and there's this lady that was in front of us. She was pushing a stroller with a small child in it. Okay. Well, she, uh, I guess she couldn't get a good enough look at old Aaron Tippin. So what does she do? She takes the child out of the stroller. Okay. And stands up in the stroller. What'd she do with the what? <laughs> What'd she do with the kid? Just stood it there. Okay. And of course the kid couldn't see. Like I if the know, mom she was can't like, see, the kid just like lay him down on the sidewalk like, excuse me, son, but this is Aaron Tippin, like priorities. <laughs> Mommy's having a once in a lifetime yeah. moment here, yeah. kid. <laughs> He's got a sleeveless shirt on, I need to see. <laughs> He uh, he is still jacked, by the way. Oh yeah, no yeah. surprise there. But yeah, he's still jacked. He um, he had and he did the songs. You know, he did them well. Mm-hmm. You know, he sang them like Aaron Tippin would sing Aaron Tippin songs. You know, yeah. And um, so okay, he comes out with a um, a Garth Brooks mic on. Yes, and instantly I'm like, okay, strike one. Like, hold on, back up, <laughs> easy with the Garth Brooks mic. Only a few, like yeah. yeah, Britney Spears and like Justin Timberlake, they can pull it off, and Garth Brooks can pull it off. Yeah, but they got Garth's permission to use it. I'd say, like, <laughs> yeah, we call it exactly. a Garth Brooks, Garth yeah. Brooks mic for a reason. Now. Yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's wearing that, and you know whatever his band was good. He was playing the hits, and uh, of course, like right before the uh, the fireworks goes July Fourth, you know when the fireworks went off, he was. Um, Jamming where the stars and stripes of the eagle fly, obviously. Yeah. But, um, okay, circling back to work a man's PhD. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I looked up earlier. I was curious what the run time on this song is. Okay. It clocks in on Spotify at three minutes and 29 seconds. So it doesn't seem, it's about average length of the yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. But um, do you think you could put together a full bicycle while... Singing, like what a man's PhD? Yeah, a could you do it? Because I tell you, who can and showed that he can. Aaron Dupree Tippin. He put together a whole bicycle. He put together a bicycle. It's like this, this, this thing that he does. It's like when he plays shows, mm-hmm. like he puts together, fully puts together a bicycle. Uh, it seemed from scratch. I mean, he was. 
He the made dude the knows parts. his way. I mean, he may also know his way about around an airplane, but the dude knows his way around a Huffy too. Yeah. He, while wearing the Garth Brooks mic, seeing work a man's PhD, puts together a full bicycle and gives it to a child. <laughs> what a hero. What a what a multitasking hero. I guess he does this everywhere. I guess that's his thing on that song. It's like the gimmick of the song. He puts together a bicycle for a kid. Wouldn't it be cool if he just like busted out some tricks after he got her together? <laughs> Bar spin. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Matt Hoffman or is that Aaron Dupree dipping? <laughs> He's dropping in. Watch out. <laughs> so, yeah, that uh, that's one I'll never forget. For I'm, sure. I'm sad I missed that one. That's a core memory right it there. Was something else. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Even someday if I like lose my mind completely and have no memory. That's I'm pretty sure place. that sucker ain't yeah. going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> you just go back to that day. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That, that is uh, solidified as my number seven on the list. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, I got one more honorable mention for you before we bust into the top five. Deep cut here for you, too, maybe. This one is I Promised You the World. Okay. Did you okay, run across about it? Did you run across this one at all? I do not recall hearing this, this one. This one also from Call of the Wild. Um, never released as a single. I think it's got single potential. Yeah. It's just probably not what was given it. What else is on the album? Probably didn't, you know, break that plateau past those. Yeah. Uh, pinned by Mr. Tippin, of course, wonderfully written. Um, it's just kind of like, I guess he's, it's from a conversational standpoint of him and his, uh, significant other going through, uh, repeated failure of like trying to do good things. Yeah. I mean like, you know, this ain't what I meant when I promised you the world. Right. But man, this just goes to show what a good songwriter he is. Uh, the, it starts off with, I had dreams that were bigger than the Montana sky. Uh, we were going to do great and great falls. I'll just show we were this time. And then it, the next line says something along the lines of, and winter finally broke. And then also, so are we. Yeah. But he just kind of like breaks his voice kind of purposely, it sounds Ooh. like, there. And it just works so well That's with creative. it. Yeah. But yeah, if you I haven't like heard that. this one, it's good. Yeah, Real I like, good. I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> what are you working with? I really with? like that. <laughs> Gosh. I'm sorry, Garth. What is it? Garth is too much. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's another deep cut from his um, Stand for Something record. One that I just ran upon very recently. The man that came between us was me. Remember, oh, I haven't heard, heard this. this I one? didn't come across this one, though. See, this one, um, you can imagine it being straight off of Randy Travis' Storms of Life. Like, oh, musically. Yeah. And it's it's just a cool like like clever like classic styled country song. Just you know like these. I feel like there was a long portion of time in country where these country dudes are just gonna like tell you how much they suck. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. like like listen, I suck. Like I have figured out that the 
Because he's talking about, like, the whole, like, first verse. He's talking about, like, she's got, like, there's another man involved. Yeah. And how this this other man is, like, doing her wrong and all this stuff. But, you know, then plot he ends twist. up with plot twist. Exactly. The man that came between us was me. It's, it's yes, good, That's man. good. I like it. Man, it's very good. He really puts together some um, intricate and clever songs. When you listen to it, see if you get Storms of Life vibes yeah. from it. I mean, the straight up Randy Travis vibes anyway yeah. on that one, which, you know, obviously we're going to love. For sure. Yeah. Well, those are some quality honorable mentions. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And then we're going to bust into the top five. Here we come. Okay. Um, number five for me. If I had it to do over. Okay. All right. Um, once another one that was never a single. Uh, this one came out from Read Between the Lines. This one is written by Tippin himself and Buddy Brock, who we know from working on uh, Sammy's song uh, Haunted Heart. Oh, yeah, that was my. That was one of your top ones. I think maybe the top song. Was it? Yeah. It was. It was, a, it was up. There. It was way up there. Was great. And oh, it kind of it starts off just like it could be fine on its own with just an acoustic guitar. It's one of those yeah. songs that just works that oh, well. Man. But it just kind of slowly drops in the other pieces, and it manages to just... It seems like the song's building for like three minutes. Just oh, It keeps boy. building and building and building. So it really draws you in. And lyrically, he's kind of talking about like uh, living a life without re- regrets and uh, with the exception of, you know, this felt experience he had in this relationship. Right. I won't say any more to give it away just because it's kind of like oh, one of those okay, where you okay. want to you know the big reveal yeah through the verses and the courses Ooh, i'm excited for that but it's really really good song that you know i would have uh never thought would be that eye for me but right. it's, it's up there it's worth it heck yeah well my number five is one that you have already mentioned oh that's as close as i'll get to loving you well it's as close as it'll get to my top five <laughs> <laughs> First thing that, like, going back and looking through these songs and listening, first thing I noticed on this song that I had never thought about before, how much does the fiddle in this feel like a Dixie Chicks song? Yeah. yeah I mean, really, I guess yeah. they're the chicks down, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, I think, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, all those years, everybody used to, like, I feel like most people were like, Dixie Chicks, like, oh, yeah, they're the chicks now. But that's that's just what they were for Ever and ever and ever. Right. It's hard right. habit to break. Y'all know who we're talking about. But yeah, the the fiddle on those little instrumentals is very, very much Dixie Chick style to me. Yeah. But yeah, close as I'll get, I think it's almost a little creepy in moments. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, like, I don't know, he gets a little uncomfortable yeah. with the lyrics. Just like, I think it was for me, but maybe it's just the last line of that first verse. He's like, I can't touch your hand accidentally and not take that moment home. It's like, okay. hey, whoa, yeah. <laughs> hey. you, Mr. Dupree. ADT, calm her down. <laughs> Keep her at a trot. Or when he says, um, uh, something about, I may never reach across your body to turn the light off or something yeah. like that. And like To kill the lamp while you're asleep. Yeah. Like this I feel like there's other things you could have said here. Are you watching this person sleep and they don't know about it? <laughs> Come on now, Dupree. That's... But, you know, and then you get to the course and like, okay, all right, I'm feeling do this. Do 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 do. It's good. It's good. <laughs> it is a really good Creepy song. Creepy or not, it's good. Yeah. 
<laughs> it might not be Chevy van creepy. Yeah. <laughs> might not be like <laughs> rancher mom all creepy, but you know. <laughs> uh, we have a four hour episode today we do cars. It's, oh my gosh. That might be have to two parter. Yeah, two parter for sure. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that's my big number five. That's a good one. Well, I'm taking a stand for now, my number four because it's you've got to stand for something. Oh, uh, all the way down here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, the f- first single ever released by ADT and it came out in the fall of 1990. Fun fact, also cut and recorded in the following. Well, no, it was in 92. Also cut and recorded by Charlie Pride. Did not know I that. I have not heard that version. I'm going to have to do some searching. No. Yeah. Also pinned with Buddy Brock. Apparently, they were a dynamic duo of songwriters. Apparently, dang. It's just like uh, an all-around great country song. Very, like, uplifting, sharing of wisdom country song, you know, kind of like generational country song. Like, really good. Uh, Well well written, well arranged. An earworm song that kind of, like, once you've listened to it, like, kind of humming that one the rest of the day. And, you know, practice what Aaron preaches, like, be good people, stand up for what's right, and, of course, uphold the tip and family name. Yeah. You know? Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. That's what Jackie Moon said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 what do you, I'm curious, what do you, what's your number four? Number four, I got it honest. Oh, yeah. That's I a good got one. it honest. First of all, uh, it feels to me like um, like the really quick like acoustic strumming at the beginning feels like a Timber by Patty Loveless. Yeah. I like that, obviously. But um, I think the... The uh the chorus to this might be like his catchiest moment. Like, I never had to hang my head in shame. It's it's just a good good song, and you know, like he's got like a a theme in a whole lot of his music, just about being like blue collar working man. Yeah. Like I I kind of wonder if he's um the working class hero that John Lennon wrote about. Oh, yeah, I just yeah. have a feeling that that's, that's probably one. true. You know, he's like, yep. you know, that Aaron Dupree tipping. I'm going to write a song about him. He's a good fellow. <laughs> Working class hero. <laughs> That's him. Aaron tipping. <laughs> but yeah, I got it honest. I think it's a, just a solid, solid country song with a r- extremely catchy chorus. That's it. I like that. Really? I like where you're going. We're about to bust Ooh. into the top three here. Yeah, man. Moving right along. Before I bust into my number three, though, uh, if you're listening and like what you're hearing, love hanging out with us and talking about 90s country and 90s nostalgia, uh, take 10 seconds, pause this, and back up and uh, rate and review five stars. Leave a kind word, you know. Just only thing, we just know three stars, you know. If you don't like us, just we understand. Just act like it never happened. Yeah, but... Don't don't straddle that fence. Make you know, no three star reviews. No three stars. Just don't give us a review <laughs> if you're going to give us three stars, man. No, but we appreciate all your love and support, and <laughs> thank you all for showing up and listening. Yes, absolutely. Uh, tell a friend. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Yeah. You know. 
But busting into my top three. Here we go. My Blue Angel. Ooh. Yeah. What a song. It's so good, isn't it? And I've had this one everywhere, I think. Like this one was in honorable mentions, and mm-hmm. then I would go back and hear it and be like, that's wrong. It's I can't, too good. I can't do Dupree like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dropping in 93, the last single from Read Between the Lines, number seven on the charts. Number seven? I think it deserves better than that. I mean, seven's great, but. I would have um, expected it to be top three at least top yeah three. it's good Penned by mr tippin himself and kim williams who wrote a little song you might have heard of uh called three wooden crosses you know the, <laughs> are, are you familiar <laughs> <laughs> hey why there's not four of them now i guess we know no it's not what it's oh, gosh it's one of those songs like the uh like verbal meme here like the the math lady yeah looking at the uh yeah you're trying like, to like, this is me trying to put this story together in my mind right now. Yeah. I'm like a state trooper out there on the highway trying to <laughs> dissect the scene of the crime. Well, see, there's a farmer, there's a preacher, hooker, Hold teacher. Hold on, let me start over. I need a new sheet of paper. Mack trucks traveling 5% grade going 80 miles an hour. Now. <laughs> but I just felt immediately in this song, like, it kind of pulls me in. Well, that first line, oh, yeah. where it's like somewhere out there in the smoky, smoky air, and the night is neon blue. Like, it's just yes. like, it paints a picture autumn, like, in two lines. You're like, where are we going, Aaron? Let's go. I'm I'm invested. Did you, by chance, go back and watch the music video for this one? I did not. Man, you got to. I got to, to yeah. You got to. <laughs> I'm going to give you the, uh, the rundown of it here. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they based Nicolas Cage's character in Gone in 60 Seconds off of Aaron Tippin. Really? Okay. That's I'm, that's I'm my that's what now. I'm claiming. Oh, it's really weird though. It's like in there like a double agent scenario or like him oh, and this yeah. lady are both cops or something like that or It's like <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. It is. It's coming to me bits by bits. <laughs> so like they I guess there's like this this underground like stolen car operation and they're like they keep taking in the ladies there. Like first like they're like arguing at the beginning of it and of course you know, he's gonna do his own stunts. Yeah. He's gonna do his own acting because he's Aaron Dupree <laughs> dipping. You know, why he would he not? Doesn't need anybody. <laughs> so, you know, it starts out like they're obviously having like an argument and then she's like looks as if she's involved in this this stolen car ring, but it like, it's one of those like, like late eighties, early nineties scenes where it looks like they're working in like a spark factory. There's just sparks, sparks everywhere. Nobody knows reason. what, what they're manufacturing. There's I feel just like sparks. they don't need to tear these like really nice cars apart. You know, they're yeah. like reselling I mean, all, all this stuff. But you know, of course, like then she goes and calls the cops and like, they're like threatening her and all this stuff. And like, he shows up and she's like, "Here's my badge. I was an agent all the time." Then he moves his shirt. Here's my badge. I was also an agent the whole time. You know? It's like the um, murder dinner, dinner party episode of The Office, it's yeah. like, in which Dwight also revealed that he was a double agent. Exactly yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, too, in that song with those first two opening lines of 
somewhere out there in the smoky air where the night is neon blue. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm reading the first lines of like a honky tonk fantasy novel. Yet yeah. to be written. Yeah. I think it's time. Instead of like, you know, the line, the witch in the wardrobe, it's like <laughs> the fiddle, the steel and the honky tonk. <laughs> somewhere out there in the smoky air. And then not. It's neon, it's neon blue. blue. <laughs> Buckle up 400 pages later. <laughs> Gone in 60 seconds. <laughs> Starring Aaron Dupree Tiffin. <laughs> I need one of those deep fake things that they did, um, like putting Jim Carrey in The Shining as Jack Nicholson's character. Yeah. I just want Aaron Tiffin in Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. <laughs> okay, what do you got for your... We're at number three for you too, yeah? Number three. Yeah. There ain't nothing wrong with the radio. It's good. It's real good. There ain't nothing wrong with it. Nothing. Nothing wrong with ain't the radio. Nothing wrong <laughs> with it. I heard this a billion times on the radio growing up. Yeah. Like, man, this song went on it's country good. radio. Around here it did anyway. Very but, popular. Dang. Yeah. There ain't nothing wrong with the radio. I, I always like this is one of those songs that kind of um it paints a picture for you. Like you can see, cause he's, he's so good at like the descriptions in this song. Yeah. Like you could see this old junky car. Yeah. Like as he's describing it with like the little bobbin dog that he mm-hmm. talks about and like the dual antennas and 15 speakers got 15 speakers. speakers. Yeah, it's one of those lines. You just scream. Yeah. My back. Nash, little, little bobbin dog. dog watching everybody uh, pass. It's just, uh, like it's one of these songs that like it's a silly story, but it's also a really really good country song. It is, you know? yeah. Like it's just a fun. Ten listen. out of ten, the songwriting skills. Oh, man, it's good. Well, well, that's also that'd be my number two. Well, there you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah, the first number one hit and his last uh, longest lasting number one hit on the charts. And again, co-wrote with Buddy Brock. Like man, what that dude? They were a duo. Heck yeah! And like you said, like you know, play clever wordplay. Like this man, it's just there's nothing wrong with this song. Ain't nothing Ain't wrong. Nothing wrong, wrong with, with this song. <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like too. It's like uh, it's a song mm-hmm. too for me that inspires a lot of nostalgia for the era and like yeah. growing up in the nineties because I feel like everybody knew somebody that had that car or <laughs> <Yeah>. truck <laughs> to where like they cherished it with their whole heart. It was really important to them. But and it might have been rough around the edges, but like crystal clear radio, they probably dropped about two, three hundred dollars in the speaker oh, system yeah. in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with the radio. There ain't nothing wrong with the radio. You know, he also cut this on that Chipmunks in Low Places album. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> in which they're spinning the song trying to correct him, uh, his grammar. <laughs> 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 so, you know, if you're ever having a hard day and you want to make it worse, go listen to that version of that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. One of those chipmunks versions. <laughs> That'll get you. <laughs> I always kind of took Aaron Tippin as like a dude that would have owned like a mid nineties Ford Ranger. You think so? But that would have been like in immaculate condition at all yeah. times and like fully like a hundred percent clean. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I was I went <laughs> a similar route, but mine was like 
the nineties Chevys, like this, where they still had the square bodies that everybody was yeah. really into. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think my dad had like a, it was like a ninety one square looking Silverado. Yeah. That that thing was cool. The nineties vibes from those, like if the ones that are still in like real good shape, like it's just, yeah. it's a good aesthetic. They're yeah. nice. <laughs> it's like um, like S tens. It's yeah. like just scream nineties. Yeah. 90s. yeah. There, Gone there but not to... forgotten. <laughs> Gone but not forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the truck version of a um, what's the car that like never stopped working? The Chevy Cavalier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Cavalier. There's yeah. still we still know of one of those that's on the road. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> like, out there. You can't yeah. wear those suckers out. Such a great name. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cavalier. <laughs> We're big car guys on here, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I uh, often uh, drive one daily. Uh, yeah. I'll put the key in the ignition, turn it on. Big car guy. Yeah, know what way a D is, know what way R is. Uh, <laughs> so if anyone worked on don't bring it to me, I'll destroy your car. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I don't know, man. It looks like the car's broke. You're going to have to get a new one. I'll tell you what, though. That radio. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with the well, radio. I don't see what the problem is. you got a perfectly working radio. <laughs> Sounds like it works to me. Tunes in all the country stations. Uh, <laughs> what more do you need, bud? <laughs> <laughs> all right. My number two. Your number two. My number two. You've got to stand for something. Yes. Or you'll fall for anything. And I have a misheard lyric. I'm excited to see what it is here. Well, the uh, the chorus says, you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. You've got to be your own man, not a puppet. On a string. On a string. Yeah. You know, what obviously. You? <laughs> yeah. Not a puppet on a string. As a young child, I thought, you know, paired with the uh, his southern twang, I thought he was saying, you've got to be your own man, not a puppy on a string. <laughs> and I always thought, like, like, yeah, you don't want nobody leading you around. I mean, you're your own man. Yeah. You know, don't be a puppy on a string. Yeah, get out there and get lost. And, you know, and it still it checks out. It still, still works, you know. Yeah. But uh, years later, I would find out that he wasn't talking about a puppy on a string. It's like, oh, okay, that actually does make a little bit more sense since puppets are on strings and they are being controlled. But, you know, you choose your own adventure here. I mean, if you want to keep believing that it's a puppy on a string, go for it. And if you also thought that, please let me know because I feel very isolated (laughs) with this one. Oh, God, it's... Puppy on a string. Never compromise what's right. Hey, you got a dog, you got responsibilities. <laughs> you don't just look for get a few hours and call it quits. <laughs> you get out there and find that dog. <laughs> <laughs> and I pulled your family name. So yeah, that's that's my number two. I don't think I have much more to say about it that uh, we haven't already said, but yeah, that's killer, killer nineties country song. I agree. I agree. And here we are. Here we are. Oh my gosh, what are you gonna pick? Um <laughs> I'm concerned. Okay. Any guesses before anything? Um, let me 
through here. Working man's PhD. Kiss this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she read back. She let him have it again. <laughs> oh man, what happened after the year two thousand? I feel like we just a portal opened up and we went to another dimension. Like things got weird for country. <laughs> Ripple in the timeline somewhere. Oh Lord. Country music multiverse things got weird. <laughs> All right. My number one. Well, you got Honky Tonk Superman. Really? Yep. Huh. Yep. That I am appalled. Yep. I'm surprised. I was too. <laughs> Honky Tonk Superman. It was one I added to the playlist, and every time it'd come back around, I'd be like, I like that. I think I'm going to move it up a spot. And then it'd loop back around for my 10 or 12 songs. Like, yeah. I like that. I think I'm going to move it up a spot. Like, Before you know it, she's sitting on the top. On the top. <laughs> but just, uh, I think it's a lot of, for me in this one, the delivery more yeah. than anything. Uh, it's just a fun honky tonk song all around. Like it's a toe tapper for certain. It's a good time. Yeah. But he just seems like he's so excited and riled up in singing this song <laughs> yeah. that like he gets me excited <laughs> yeah. and riled up. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like I will, I will roller skate across the top of the bar. I will swing from the chandeliers. Like, all right. All he's, right. He's got me ready to go out. <laughs> and I like the similar vibes it has to where it kind of reminds me of a different telling of a similar story, which is we talked about on our diamond Rio episode, which is Bubba Hyde yes. where he's kind of like hard working straight shooter Monday through Friday, nine to five, but on the weekend, watch out. He's just a honky tonk Superman. Can we add that to the Bubba verse as well? Yeah. Especially there's Honorary. the line before that last course where he says, look up there on that neon sign. It's a bird. It's a plane. He's lost his mind. <laughs> no, that's just a honky tonk Superman. <laughs> oh, in, that's good. Into the, I guess the second verse where they said, uh, I told me last night, I went a little too far when I came a roller skating across the top of the bar. <laughs> I'm just hitting that conversation. It's like, no, listen, Aaron, we let you get away with a lot of stuff in here. <laughs> Leave the roller skate. You can't home. roller skate across the bar. It's would you walk in with a bag and we, we know that you're roller you roller skates. We know what you're gonna we do. Know. We've seen it a hundred times, Aaron. <laughs> Not again, Aaron. Come on, man. <laughs> Honky tonk, Superman. <laughs> All right, my number one. My Blue Angel. I had a feeling. Yep, yep. I had I a feeling I that that it. was top three, maybe, because when we were setting up before recording, that was the one that you were like, I could, you were humming while you were singing. Dude, I've had this yeah. song in my head for yeah. days. He's he's good. It's just, um, I don't know, there's so much good about this song, which I already talked about the, uh, the music video, which <laughs> yeah. is also good. <laughs> But, um, okay, here's something that we haven't done in a little while. I have a, um, have a connection to make to okay. another song. Mm-hmm. In my mind, this song is a bridge, lyrically at least, and I guess kind of musically too, but um, between Brooks and Dunn, Lost and Found. Okay. And Brooks and Dunn, Neon Moon. Oh, I kind I like that because you're you're gonna have um, some of the same vibes as Lost and Found. 
Yeah. And you also get the um the the uh, imagery of the uh smoky air. Yeah. The lot neon. Yeah. So um so here's my theory. You know, as Kix talks about on Lost and Found, which, you know, top tier Brooks and Dunn song. Yeah. They're all top tier. It's Brooks and Dunn. But anyway, yeah. anyway, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Kix is kind of, um, you know, he's looking, she's, she's took off and he, he knows he's got to find her, you know, but do you, it's almost like he's not like super duper worried about it yet in that song. Yeah. And I feel like um, Blue Angel is the kind of moment he realizes, yeah, I, I can't find her. I can't and find also, her. she ain't coming back. Yeah. Like, this is it. I've done it. Yeah. And I think this is where he finds himself, you know, in the back of the bar on Neon Moon. And I feel as if he is telling us He's the trying story. to accept it. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah. Not going to find her. Yeah. You know, and I feel like at this point, it wasn't just the night that he was looking for, like Kix was. I feel like this has gone on for some time. Yeah. And he has, like you said, he's kind of he's accepted feel, the fact. Feeling that, the defeat. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I think, um, I think this feels like a bridge between the two. I like that. That works. That works well. I really well. like that. I really like that. <laughs> I love how he sings the chorus. Of course, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's just good. It's good. We're going to have to sit down one day and put together a list of all our connected story songs. Yes. Because there's some there's some good ones out there. Yeah. We'll write a book. And then we'll lay them over top of each other and see what they sound like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're on to something here. Is that the London Symphony Orchestra? <laughs> <laughs> it's always fun to find those little um yeah those little correlations between songs that you wouldn't otherwise think were related like you think um i mean i guess you could but i i've never felt before like lost and found and neon moon were directly connected story-wise yeah. until we had a bridge to put between them, you know. But yeah, man, Aaron Dupree. Too. No. Aaron Love built Dupree. that bridge. Yeah. Between those three songs. Yeah. <laughs> Between your heart and mine. I think that's, a, that's a, such an underrated Judd song. It's so good. Their harmonies. You know, and I, I don't think it made either of our top tracks list. Did it, I thought you had it in yours. Was it not an honorable mention for you? No, I'll have to go back and look. But um, but the problem was there's so many good songs <laughs> yeah. that it was really hard to pick. So, yeah, we're going to, obviously, just like always, we will have these um, these top tracks from Aaron Tippin on our top tracks playlist on Spotify. Yep. And, um, you know, once you, once you find that, make sure that you follow that playlist because every time we drop an episode, we're also dropping a whole bunch of new songs yeah. on there with it and if you follow it it will automatically end up on that playlist yeah. of yours ready for your enjoyment and it's getting close to summer it's getting close to the outside time enjoying 
the season doing fun things and you yeah. need, you know, a soundtrack for your summer, well, we got you covered. At this point, oh, we're yeah. 23 episodes deep. <laughs> that playlist is hours and hours yep. and hours long of yeah, hits. It's super long and it's each each song's better than the last. Yep. You know, just hit shuffle on that yep. sucker and you know, if you're going to smoke a pork shoulder for 12 solid hours, we got you covered. We got you. We got you. And then some. <laughs> and then <you> some. <laughs> and then some. Start on some burger patties after that. I don't know. Do whatever you want. But, um, yeah, we've got you covered with the um, the necessary jams to get you from the very beginning to the very end. Yeah. And if you fall in love with some of those songs on there you haven't heard in a while, well, good news. We've covered all those artists. You can backtrack and listen to those episodes about those artists. Yep. I know that um, just by talking at the top and bottom of this episode about the Judds, you will probably go back and listen to some yep. Judds jams on there. You know, rightfully so. Like like I said earlier, I listened to a lot of Judds that morning, not knowing what the day would hold. Yeah. Continued to listen to a lot of Judds that evening and then went back and watched the majority of their farewell concert again. It's so good. Yeah. I am hurting, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hurting, Linda. <laughs> Same. <laughs> man oh man but yeah thank you guys for listening to episode 23 yeah this has been a blast i knew that um in prepping for this episode we were going to have a, a ball yeah and we have definitely had, we have had a good time but yeah be sure to um to tell your friends your family your co-workers co-people yeah i mean any of your uh any of your folks that are into this same country music era that we are, then, uh, yeah, let them know about the show. Yeah. Of course, you can find it anywhere that uh, podcasts are found. Mm-hmm. And we would be glad to have you. Definitely. After you listen, you can also find us. Uh, we have links in there, I think, too, where you can find us on Facebook, uh, TikTok, Instagram. We're always, you know, posting tunes, posting memes trying to have a good time on there oh, yeah. and also now too if you're listening from spotify you might notice that it gives you the option to uh, be a supporter of the show yep that's an option that you have uh whether it's a whether it's a quarter whether it's a dollar whatever hey if you like what what you're hearing and want to help us out and support us so we we're mega grateful for that like can't express yeah. how grateful for we are that you like us so much to do that and we're just putting that right back into you know things for the show giveaways and whatnot so yeah we always appreciate that good too. stuff for you guys yeah absolutely well guys we love you we appreciate you we're thinking about you every day and night <laughs> see ya <laughs> <laughs>